Hey, welcome to the Raising Mama podcast. I'm Jenna, an expecting mama of two toddlers just over one year apart. This podcast is all about navigating the highs and lows of gentle parenting. We'll share encouraging stories, learn new methods and research, and figure out how to give ourselves grace when we don't always get it right. Motherhood isn't easy, so we shouldn't go through it alone. You with me? Let's dive in. Hello, hello, welcome to the show. That was kind of fun. Um, I just made that up just right now, so I hope you enjoyed that. I am so excited that you are here for today's episode because I am going to be talking about um, something I th- really hope you'll connect with. I'm just going to share our struggles that we've been having, and this feels really vulnerable to be opening up about, especially on a platform like this, because it feels like... Um, in the moments when we struggle, it can honestly feel like we're failing or just, I don't know, it's just really hard. So I just want to be open about that because I know hopefully I cannot be the only one that struggles. And I want to share a few stories and then share with you how we've overcome some of our biggest struggles lately. So let's just dive right in and get into the juice. Um, I think gentle parenting is especially challenging because a lot of us were not exposed to anything like this growing up with our parents. This is kind of a newer technique that's become a lot more popular. Honestly, I think gentle parenting is a trendy name for a parenting style that's been around forever, but it hasn't always been talked about or it hasn't always been like a very popular parenting style. I think it's kind of just now coming into the light and getting a lot of exposure, I guess. So it's really hard. It um, requires us to stay calm, which is not always easy to do. Parenting can be extremely frustrating and yeah, it's just really hard. So I want to share a few stories with you and then kind of talk about how we navigated these different situations. So to give you some backstory, I am 21 weeks pregnant and I recently have been having the actual worst. If we're connected on Instagram, you already know this because I've been talking about this on stories for like probably like two or three weeks, but I've been having the worst like debilitating sciatic pain. Um, I'm starting to get to a place where I can't walk. I can't pick up my kids. I'm struggling just to go up and down the stairs in our house. I'm really having a hard time just basic functions as a human. So let alone trying to parent my children, right? So here's a story. This actually happened. This must have been either last week or the week before. I truly cannot remember. But here's here's the situation. It was early in the morning, and my almost three-year-old, she'll be three next month, is in a phase right now where she does not want to change clothes. We fight her to get into her clothes, and then we fight her to get her out of her clothes into her pajamas, and then fight her to get out of her pajamas into her clothes. It's just like constantly, like she's just refusing to get dressed. She's just in a phase where she just doesn't want to get dressed right now. And I think what's particularly hard about that is that because of the pain that I'm in, I can't like move quickly or chase her around or, you know, whatever. So I'm struggling with like, basically I just can sit in one spot. She has a chair in her room where we usually read books and stuff. And I can sit in that chair and have her come to me and help her get dressed. But (laughs) 
if she's running away from me or fighting me, there's really not a lot I can do other than just be like, okay, please come back. Like, please, you know, um, which is not really even, I don't know. Sometimes I, I question in those moments if like what I'm even attempting is general parenting. And I think that's super normal too, to be like, I don't even know if I'm doing this right. I don't know if this is even what general parenting is. I think that's normal. And if you're having those thoughts, please let me know because I definitely have those thoughts. Anyways, so she was, I was sitting in her chair trying to get her dressed. I had her clothes and she was running all around the room, rolling on the floor, crying. I don't want to get dressed. I don't need it, blah, blah, blah. And we were trying to get out the door to be somewhere on time, which is an actual joke being 21 weeks pregnant with two toddlers. We got nowhere on time, but alas, we try. So, um, I was getting really, really, really frustrated and I was running out of ideas on what to try to get her to come to me so I can put her clothes on. Um, I can't get on the floor. I can't, you know, there's a lot of um, restrictions in what I'm able to do with the pain and all of that stuff going on. So I um, stood up and I threw her clothes onto the floor next to her. I didn't throw her clothes at her, but I threw them on the floor next to her. And I was like, fine, you get dressed. And if, and our car is leaving in eight minutes. And if you're not ready to go, then I guess you are not going. And I walked out of her room. And part of that was because I needed to calm down. Um, I was getting really frustrated. I was, I think just as much frustrated by the fact that I was not able to, Uh, like do what I needed to do but like physically like my physical body restrictions as I was frustrated with her and her behavior so that is what I did I threw her clothes on the floor and I yelled at her fine you go you do it yourself and if you're not ready then you can't go and then I walked out and of course like I think when things like that happen um we got very like, oh my gosh, I should like, I just got in my head right away. Um, I knew that what I did wasn't the reaction that I wanted to give. Um, but you know, I think that's all part of the process of general parenting is figuring it out and you're going to mess up. So what I like, basically how we came back from this is I took a few minutes. I went downstairs. I got some water. I took some breaths. I came back up and I told her, um, I apologized to her. And I think apologizing to a toddler is, or a child in general, is absolutely huge. First of all, I think we're just, you know, we're humans raising humans, so we're not perfect. And I think if we let them know that, um, it kind of humanizes us to them a little bit. Um, but I went, went upstairs and I apologized to her and I said, I'm so sorry. Mommy should not have yelled at you. Mommy should not have thrown your clothes on the floor. Are you ready to get dressed? And explained, you know, before I asked her if she was ready to get dressed, I said, um, I'm feeling really frustrated because I'm, I'm excited about where we're going and I really want you to be able to come, come with us. So I want, I need you to put your clothes on because you can't wear jammies where we're going. Um, And then I said, are you ready to get dressed? And thankfully, she um, said yes and and got up and got dressed with me. Um, But the reaction that I had was definitely not one that I would have wanted to have. Um, But I think when we react, respond a certain way um, that we don't like, then as long as we can come back and apologize to our child and say, you know, 
I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Can you forgive me? Let's move forward. Um, that I think is really huge, huge. And it also models for the child how to apologize when you've made a mistake or when you've wronged another person. Um, so I think it's beneficial in that way. Anytime that I like mess up or feel like I failed or feel like I did it wrong, um, this has been my strategy is just apologizing and trying to fix it and um, explaining the emotion I had, um, which brings awareness to their emotions. And that so far seems to kind of be a system that works for us. I think it just really brings to light the human pieces of us and we can model, you know, how to be wrong and how to apologize and how to move forward and kind of invite that invite them into that process with us so I'll share one more story with you um this one was I think it was when I was early early pregnant this one my husband was not home and had not been home for my husband's a pilot by the way if you are just tuning in or don't know much about me. Um, I shared in the introduction episode, which if you haven't checked that one out, go back and check out episode one. The introduction um, has a little background about me, my husband, our family, um, how I got into gentle parenting and became interested in it and just gives you some insight into what gentle parenting is. So if you haven't checked that out, definitely go back and play that one. Um, But my husband's a pilot and so he travels for days at a time. Um, Sometimes it's only like four days. Sometimes it's upwards of 10 or 11. Um, But it it varies depending on the trip. But he was gone and I think he had been gone for like six or seven days by this point. And this was right after Christmas. So I was very early in my pregnancy. I wasn't really feeling well. Um, And it was right after Christmas. You know that week between Christmas and New Year's when like time is not real and it's just like everything is a blur. Um, it was in that week of time and my daughters had gotten a stroller. They had gotten, they each got a baby doll and then they got a stroller that they share, um, for their baby doll. And we were going to go on a walk. And my older daughter asked if she could bring the stroller and push her baby while I pushed my younger daughter, who at the time was 18 months old in like the stroller that we have. So, I told her guests that she could bring her stroller and she could bring her baby and it ended up actually I don't think I had the stroller now that I'm thinking about it I didn't put my younger one in a stroller I think she was walking with me so we were going to check the mail we have a mailbox that is like one of those community mailboxes where you have to have a key and unlock it and whatever Um, and it's like around the corner from our house so you have to walk down like three or four houses and then turn the corner and it's like on the side so Um, we were going to go check the mail. My daughter wanted to bring her baby doll in her stroller and push a stroller. And then my other daughter was going to walk with me. That's what it was. So we start walking. Everything is fine. They're really excited about this stroller. My daughter is pushing her baby. My younger daughter is holding my hand. We're walking to the mailbox. All is good. And then we turn the corner and like the way our I don't know. We honestly could have just like turned around and come back, but we're having such a good time and it was such a beautiful day. We decided to just go all the way around the block, which isn't that far, but in hindsight, like for a two and a half year old and a one and a half year old, it was probably too far. It was like maybe half a mile. I don't, I don't really know, but 
So we start walking. Um, we get to the mailbox. We check the mail. My younger daughter, who is holding my hand, wants to carry some mail. So she's carrying mail. My other daughter is pushing her baby in the stroller. Then we get halfway around the other side, and my older daughter, or no, my younger daughter wants to, a turn pushing the stroller. So we have a little, like, come to Jesus about sharing and giving each other a turn and whatever, how to ask for a turn and all that. So my younger, my older daughter ended up giving my younger one a turn pushing the baby in the stroller while she held the mail. So um, that's all going well. We get to literally the last street where, like, we live kind of close to a cul-de-sac, so we have to, like, go around a cul-de-sac and then go on the road to get to our house. So we're coming around the corner towards the cul-de-sac, and both of my kids start having—also, this is my fault because I did this way too close to lunchtime and nap time, and I think it was too far of a walk. So just kind of an all-around mom fail, but we start coming around the cul-de-sac, and both of my kids simultaneously start having this huge meltdown. Nobody wants to push a stroller. Both of them want me to hold them, and I feel like actual crap because I'm, I think I was like six or seven weeks pregnant, and my nausea, every pregnancy I've had, I've had the worst nausea that kicks in right at six weeks, and so I was feeling crappy. Um, it was kind of just like an all-around horrible situ- situation, but like talking back on it, I'm like, why did I think this was a good idea? But Anyways, um, sometimes just getting out of the house feels nice, so I think that was my train of thought. I was like, let's get out of the house, let's go walk, whatever. Anyway, so we're coming back. Both kids are having a meltdown. Both kids want me to hold them. Um, my older daughter starts running, so I couldn't hold both of them at the same time in this particular instance because we also had the stroller, so I would have to hold both of them. I felt like crap, and then I also had the stroller and the baby doll, so... I think I told my older one she had to walk, so she starts throwing a tantrum completely on the sidewalk. My younger daughter starts running into the street. Thankfully, there were no cars coming, but it's still a boundary, right? You you can't let your kids run in the street. So I ended up carrying, picking up my older one, picking up my younger one, picking up the stroller, and picking up the baby doll, and carrying all of that crap all the way back to our house for like the last... I don't know how far it was. I was going to say quarter mile, but surely that's not right. I don't really know. Um, so we get to the house, and by this point, I'm fuming. I already don't feel well. Both kids are having a meltdown. They're frustrated. I'm frustrated. This had been a fight for, like, a good last, like, half of the walk. Um, so we get inside. I open the door. I set both kids on the porch and then open the door because I needed a hand to do that. I open the door and I take the stroller that they just got for Christmas with the baby doll in it that they just got for Christmas and I literally just threw it in the entryway and put both kids on the floor. They're both screaming. I was so frustrated and angry and I didn't know what to do and I think my husband having been gone for so long by this point I was already kind of running on fumes as it was because he's not there to I don't know help balance things out and support um and so I I think I was already kind of like low on patience low on I don't know resources or I don't know what the right word was I was just running on fumes honestly I was running on coffee and fumes and I leave both of them 
on the front porch screaming. I left them both there. I left the door open and I went and got water, kind of walked around my kitchen for a second. Um, I watched them through the Ring app on my phone, so I knew they were safe, but um, also the door was open. But I ended up going back out there, picking both of them up, bringing, dragging them in. We have this rug in our entryway. I laid them on the rug, closed the door, locked it, and just literally left them there and screaming. And then came back several minutes later, probably two or three minutes later, and picked them up one at a time. And I took one, brought her to the couch with me, settled her down, again, apologized, said, I'm so sorry. Mommy should not have yelled at you. Mommy should not have thrown your stroller. That was not okay. Um, if you are also like a, you know, have a Christian background or want to raise your kids in a Christian home, one thing I love to add is, um, talking about how Jesus handles us when we're angry and that, you know, God always disciplines us kindly and treats us kindly and that, you know, Jesus never um, treats us that way. And I, I kind of like to, anytime I can, point my kids to Jesus and point them in the, you know, light of how God handles us. Um, and so I think in this particular time, I said, I'm so sorry that mommy yelled at you like that. I just want you to know Jesus never never treats us that way. He he disciplines us kindly and he disciplines us in a way that's good for us. And I did not do that. And I apologize for that and um, explained to them. I think in this case, it was kind of not in a place where we could just keep going with conversation about it. So I just like ended it with the apology and then said, I'm going to make you lunch. Would you like peanut butter and jelly, or would you like chicken nuggets? And moved on from there. Got some food in them. They took a nap. The rest of our afternoon was kind of like a fresh start. Um, anytime you can get a fresh start, highly recommend doing that. If you didn't listen to the episode last week on the break space, definitely check that out. That is something that in this situation I could have offered at the time we hadn't had that set. We didn't have that set up yet. Um, but that is another tool for calming down that, is extremely helpful for us in our house. So anyways, those are a couple of stories of times when I totally lost my mind. Um, I yelled at my kids. I threw stuff. I was super frustrated and angry and just not in a place to be a gentle parent. Um, I think that these moments are okay to have. I think it is all about how you come back from them. Um, I think it's good for our kids to recognize that. I mean, I don't, I don't know that it's good for us to like always have these kinds of responses and we don't, I, I mean, none of us always respond this way. Um, but a lot of us do. And then sit there and berate ourselves for it and feel really guilty about it. And I think that's unnecessary. I think, if we can give ourselves grace and remind ourselves and our kids, we are humans raising humans and we are not supposed to get it perfect every time, just like they are not going to get it perfect every time. And if we can just hold on to that and remember that and invite our kids into the process of repentance and forgiveness and moving forward, um, I think that is a good quality or a good thing to model and, um, also show them what it look what it means to forgive another person. So 
I hope you can connect with this. Please tell me I'm not the only one that totally freaks out and gets frustrated and like yells at my kids because I know none of us are doing this perfectly. None of us can because we are not God and it's literally impossible. So also, um, I think one thing that makes this hard, I think I said this in the beginning, but if I didn't, I just want to say it again. This is a new-ish concept in the sense that it's gotten a lot more attention and it's gotten a lot more exposure in the last few years than ever before. Most of us were not raised with this parenting style. Um, I am very, very fortunate that I was. My mom um, naturally kind of had this parenting style. She was a teacher in the classroom and used the love and logic system that I talked about in episode one. Um, But you know, I, I'm blessed that I was raised this way. And I think because of that, I have a lot more modeling for it, but a lot of us were not. And when you're not raised to, to behave or practice a certain thing, it's really hard. It's not in your natural tendency at all. So please give yourself grace. You are doing a really great job. Truly. The fact that you are listening to a podcast like this, wanting to, incorporate this parenting style into how you raise your children speaks volumes about the type of parent that you are. And honestly, I think, um, you know, this is something that we're all going to just have to practice as time goes on. And when you don't get it right, it's okay. It's just move forward, apologize. And, um, it also helps for me to talk things through with my husband about, Ooh, we didn't handle that well. How could we do that the next time? Or what are some things we could try? Or I'll tell my husband if he wasn't there, I'll say, this is what happened. Like, how, what did I do? Like, how could I have handled that better? I don't understand, you know, how that got so sideways like that. But talking it through is really helpful as well. Um, I'm going to link the Love and Logic books as well as the Gentle Parenting book in the show notes because those are books that are very helpful. The Birth Through Six Years of Love and Logic um, gives scenarios, and that has been really helpful. Um, I really hope that you connected with this. Please, please, please come on, come on, um, I almost said Amazon, come on Instagram and DM me and just let's talk about this because I feel like there is a conversation to be had and I want everybody to recognize that, um, this is totally normal. Like social media can be such a highlight reel. And I think if we're not careful, we are comparing our hard moments behind closed doors where we're throwing strollers and yelling at our kids to somebody's like perfect, I don't know, like gentle parenting conversation that they're having on social media. And I think it can be really lonely and it can make us feel like a failure when we're not. We're just figuring it out one day at a time. So thank you so much for being here. I hope you liked this episode. Please let me know what you thought of it. Let me know if you want more episodes like this, and I cannot wait to talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with another mama that could be encouraged by this too. No matter what's going on in your season of motherhood, know that you are doing an amazing job. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon.